Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back. Thanks for listening. What's happening? Don just just at the right time. Ah, Love, Ed. Ed. Still love Ed. Ed Still can love do Ed. no wrong. I That's love right. me some Ed. She told she totally flipped me on Ed. I did not like Ed. Now I love really? Ed. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. So good. There's nothing he can't do. Ed Sheeran. Have you seen the movie yesterday? No. Ed Sheeran is has a pretty big role in that movie. Yeah, he does. You should see it. It's oh, very I cute. Okay. Very cute. Is it about the Beatles? Yes. Okay. A world without the Beatles. Oh, that one. It's like the Beatles have been a race. Yeah. And only one person. I thought they of went. Them. They went far, and they didn't. They didn't seal the deal the right yeah. way. It's a good starting premise. Yeah, I would agree and with you. It was a little. Isn't it's a it about better a guy trailer. who knows the lyrics. He knows the songs, and so he tries to get famous from the Beatles songs. Is well, that yes. right? At it's first, a, he's more like, "I'm singing a Beatles song," and everyone's like. Who are the Beatles? So then he goes and Googles to see if he could find the Beatles, and they're nowhere to be found. So people are thinking that he's writing these songs, which, (laughs) in fact, obviously he has not. And then, yes, he ends up uh, selling out, you know, stadiums. Oh, that's a cute premise. It's a cute premise, and it it just feels like they fumbled it. (laughs) Yeah, It was like seeing somebody on a breakaway run to the end zone, and you're like, this is great, and then they just accidentally drop the ball, and you're like, okay, well, this is not not great. I still liked it. Donna? I liked it, Steve. I need to give you an update on the Kit Kat from Aaron on Twitter, who said the mint, the mint Kit Kat is amazing. I would imagine that the Apple one... The apple pie one, yeah. I bet it's got like cinnamon in it, and I bet it's like white chocolate maybe instead of chocolate chocolate. I, I don't feel know, nervous guys. about that. I bet it's good. I don't want too much sweet in there. You know what I'm saying? I hear you clucking over there, big chicken. You want to talk about know. music? Okay. I know I do. Give me a beat! <laughs> it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Okay, so much to get to. I hope we can get to all of it. First and foremost, The Flaming Lips performed on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And they weren't doing it remotely from home. They were together (laughs) on a stage with fans. Yeah. And they were in bubbles. Yeah. And everyone in the audience was also in their own bubbles. So this could be the future of concerts. 
But like those, hamster balls. Yes. Like those, yeah. Yes. What are um, you going to do about the drunk person, though, that falls over in their bubble? <laughs> you just roll them out? <laughs> yes. Roll them out. Call security. <laughs> just have them rolled out. Um, anyway, the song they're singing is just god-awful. Oh, boy. I think. Wow. And I, I think this the lead singer sounds terrible. Here we go. It's about two scientists two determined scientists. to find a cure. Yeah. Oh, wow, the race for the prize. They're determined. That is terrible. Oh, Go back would... to the drawing board. Wow, Donna, this is the most opinionated I've heard you on a song in a while. Really? Yeah. You, I usually, but if I love a song, I will be very vocal about it. Your low point is usually like F for fine, you know, right. two out of five Garys. You just gave a big fat zero Garys to them. One out of five Garys. Oh, I don't know where the zero is. Wait, here it is. Zero Garys. There he is. There he is. Okay, um, wow. real quick on Garth Brooks. Um, he is bringing a an event, a concert event, to a drive-in theater near you. He made the announcement. I think he was on Good Morning America. Here's what he had to say. This one guy came to me and said, hey, look. We can put 300, 400 drive-in theaters together if you will create a concert solely for the drive-ins. We can have families jump in the car, come out on Saturday night, and uh, it's pretty cool. They're going to run it just like a regular concert, but this is going to be all over North America, one night only. And uh, we are excited because this is, a, this is a reason to get out of the house, but at the same time, you get to follow all the COVID rules from every individual state, and uh, you get to have fun and, and stay within the guidelines of, uh, of um, social distancing. But uh, we're calling it social distancing partying. Huh. Oh, boy. Mm. Okay. I mean, I think the people will go mm-hmm. and people will see him. It's like a, a hundred bucks per car, I believe. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, you want to but you don't even get to see him in person, just on the screen. Yeah. You want to see what he says about limited tickets? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. The blessing and the curse is there's not a lot of tickets because a ticket is a car or a truck and whatever they can legally hold. So it's 100 bucks a car or 100 bucks a truck. If you can get five or six in there, then, you know, you can do the math. And then uh, there's only, uh, I think there's only 250, 300 tickets per drive-in anyway. So uh, the cool thing is... You know, drive-ins aren't like they were when we were kids. You know, we had the speaker that you put on the window. Mm -hmm. Well, now you just tune right into your own car radio. So you can blast it and blare it as loud as you want. Windows up, windows down, sing along. This uh, this is a perfect way for us to still get to play music and still follow all the the rules that we're under right now. I mean, I I think it's fine. It's It's a cool idea. Yeah. Steve? I don't know about... I don't know about drive-ins. Huh. He's just going to make $15 million on this. No big right? deal. Oh, That's gosh. the total. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, gosh. Wow. I just, I, I think I need to go to a drive-in again. I need to give a drive-in a fair shake because I haven't seen a movie at a drive-in since I was a small child. Oh, yeah, this would be great for you and the kids. But I'm just wondering about viewing angles. Asleep. I mean, it, you know. Can everyone see the screen, or yes. are you like ducking your neck so that you can see the top of the screen? No, I think it's 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 off the ground enough where it you know where everybody could just put their their see recliner back. Yes, <laughs> the kids are in the back. Yeah, and the kids will fall asleep. I don't know. Try it. Do it.
I insist. No. All right. Before we go, I would like for you to hear a new song by Creed Bratton of office. office fame, of oh, course. I love him. Grassroots. Um, <laughs> he's got a new album coming out, and his first single off that album is called Chanchu Toad. Oh, boy. It's really oh, fun. Let's see. Let me. Is this in the TV yep. section? Okay. Oh, let me expand um, this. Nope. It's, it's in the link. Ooh, there's great. a link. I can do that. One oh, and moment. good job, Donna. You did the link the right way, the YouTube link that Don taught us a couple weeks ago. And, and, good. Good. Yeah, so there's a famous story. This is he's a wild um, dude, man. He's really Eccentric. interesting. Okay, yes. so this proves that point. He says, I have a Chan Chu toad at my place in L.A. There's a famous story about Jim Chan. He had a greedy wife, and she stole the elixir of immortality. He punished her by turning her into a three-legged toad and put her down a well. And then thousands of years later, someone found her and released her into the sky. She's been turned by mythology in their three-toed frog that sits by your door. Wow. He's there to prevent people from taking money from you. To draw money into your house. Whoa. Somebody's been doing some drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, oh, he's wow. really fun. Um, before we get out of here today in the 11 o'clock hour, uh, he sings the Office theme song in concert. It's very... Oh, um, that's fun. It's very amusing. We'll get to that a little bit later. But when we come back, what do you got? Oh, man. I, wanna, um, I want you guys to actually see... What the Disney Imagineers are thinking up, if in fact a petition would cause them to change Splash Mountain, which is an iconic mm. ride at Disney. Um, there's a video that is looks really, really cool. Also, I think I totally forgot what Splash Mountain, how long that ride was. Uh, we'll dig into that when we come back on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Tons yeah. of pop culture knowledge coming up at 1030. Make sure you're listening for that. Oh, that's going to be exciting. As right? the gap continues to widen between <laughs> Rude. It's happening. It's, it's, you, you were hanging in there for a little while, and it's we're done. Yep. Because the questions are getting harder. <laughs> Thank you, Rocco. Yeah, Rocco. Oh, I already yeah. sent him a scathing note. No, not scathing. I just said, yeah, make me questions easier. <laughs> For my sake, I don't please. Do math. Although that is very clever. He's he's very clever. He's very clever. As are you, Don. Oh, Sorry, I blew up. Thank you. Backhanded. Okay. Right. No, <laughs> no, you're no, not. No, you, no. you think too, Don. Uh, <laughs> you say stuff also. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a, uh, it's a Friday. What it is a Friday. Do? You know, you have a Disney story, and I kind of have a follow up to a Disney story. Um, I think one one is probably. More good news. One is probably more bad news. Hmm. Sure, more All bad right. news. Are you, are you gonna you're gonna do that again, huh? Yes. I, the I answer is so. yes. Um. So Splash Mountain, which I only vaguely remember, um, as a kid. I just don't. I guess I'm like remembering it incorrectly. Anyway, there's a petition that's floating around right now, and essentially, folks are saying, "Hey, we want this to be changed. We think that this." has some racist roots, and we should change it to a Princess and the Frog makeover instead. So you can keep the ride, but you you sort of put a new facade on the inside. So it, I mean, 
goodness, at least in today's USA Today article, it has over 14,000 signatures, and that number is just going up, I'm sure, uh, by the hour. The reason is because uh, it goes back to this 1946 film um, called Song of the South, Mm -hmm. which is where Splash Mountain is sort of a ride based on that. That movie, by the way, um, was not released on Disney Plus, and like Disney kind of pushed it away pretty quickly because it was just one of their most controversial films in their history. There are other movies that have sort of racist uh, undertones to them mm. that you know some people say is a product of the time, but some people say, well, even if that's the case, we, we don't want that to be around anymore. So anyway, that's a little bit a brief backstory on why they're trying to change it. So there was a Disney Imagineer who basically just took all of the songs from Princess and the Frog. And if, I don't know, have either of you seen that movie? I have not. Oh, I love it. It's got a great soundtrack, too. And it was the first Disney movie that had a black princess in it. And so that, it feels like it would work in that way. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you know, it's, it's set in the bayou, Princess and the Frog. And so it would make sense and sort of work within the... The existing structure that they have there. Don, have you been on Splash Mountain recently? We did not go when I was there in December. Okay. I went a few years ago. I, I don't remember the theme of it, but I remember it being a really fun ride. You know, I It's was, like a flume, right? Yeah. It's yes. Like a log ride? Yes. Yeah. Right. Nice. Extra points for flume today. Yeah, flume. Log Don, flume. Yeah. Flume. I just said ride. But on, uh, <laughs> so they, this, this Disney Imagineer, um, in this USA Today article, throws up the the ride and then just overlays the Princess and the Frog music. And he's like, actually, I think this would work really well. You have this music during this portion, and then it changes when you go into this part of the ride. It's like an eight-minute and 30-second ride. That's awesome. When a ride lasts that long, because, you know, roller coasters you get on, and a minute and a half later, you're back where you I started. Know. Oh, that rock and roller coaster, by the way. That one that goes zero to sixty right out of the gates. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's amazing! Yeah, Steven Yes, yes, that's very fun. Anyway, so uh, Uh, maybe some changes come to Splash Mountain at Disney. All right. Well, speaking of Disney, we had the story yesterday about Beyonce on the verge of signing a one hundred million dollar deal with Disney to provide music for three different movies, um, including Black Panther. Or Black Panther 2, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Variety is saying no such deal is in the works. Oh. I thought that's where I originally read it, was Variety. Um, so. Well, we thought the money was crazy. It just seemed very Big. Generous. $100 for three movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a lot. Exactly. So, um, right now, that's what Variety is saying. That's really all I have is... They say, uh-uh. Not confirmed. Another rumor had her appearing on the Black Panther. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To soundtrack. Um, but I don't know. All we know right now is that Chadwick Boseman is returning. Well, that's good. And Ryan Coogler is also returning as director. Okay. Okay. 
Thank hmm. you. Well, hey, if you're Beyonce, if you can get $100 million for doing songs on three movies, get it. Get it. Oh, absolutely. But man, Thank it seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot of money. Um, when we come back, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Woo! I need to close the gap. You can call. You can play along. 651-641-1071. You can bet on me or bet on Donna. And if you bet right, you win a prize. We're playing a game next on my talk. Let's play. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. All right, welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, with a score of 53 for Steve and 39 for Donna Valentine, we are playing today. We play this game every day here on the Donna and Steve Show at 10.30 a.m. And uh, right now on the phone, we have Alexis on the line. Hello, Alexis. Hello, everybody. Oh, I, I was wondering if that was going to be Alexis Thompson. No, it's Alexis. Where are you calling from? From? I live in South Minneapolis. I pulled over because we were on our way down to Northfield to go to a bookstore. Oh, oh, oh that's lovely. Nice. Oh, Northfield's awesome. All right, South Minneapolis, Minneapolis population of 429,606 in 2019. Now, Alexis, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would eat sushi. Oh, wow. wow. Sushi. Strong choice. All right. Well, if you win today, you will get a MyTalk t-shirt in the size of your choosing. So today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention, Donna, Steve, and Alexis, yes. are you yes. ready? Yes. yes. Ready. Today's topic is Weird Al Yankovic songs. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. Okay. All right. So it comes down to you, Alexis. Who do you think knows more about Weird Al songs, Donna or Steve? Who is the underdog at this point, Don? Uh, Well, Don is the underdog. She has 39 and Steve is 53. All right, Donna, I'm going to go with you today. Oh, thank you, Alexis. I hope I don't let you down. Okay, now, Steve, I'll I'll have you think about this as you go away first. Are you there still? Okay. Okay. All right. I'll just tell him when he comes back. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get started here. I will give you the name of the Weird Al song, and you give me the name of the song he was spoofing. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? That makes it a little bit easier. You don't have to say the artist. You just can say the name of the song. Love it. Okay. All right. And now, Alexis, you be quiet in the background here, and we will ask if you want to change any of the answers when Donna is done. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So the timer will start after I've asked the first question. Oh, Number one, white and nerdy. White and nerdy? Pass. Question two, Amish paradise. Uh, 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 rapper's paradise. Rapper's. Okay. Question three, Yoda. 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 Yoda soda. Yoda baby. I don't know. What was the first question? White and nerdy. <sighs> no clue. Final. I need your help, Alexis. <laughs> okay, Alexis, do you know the answer to number one? White and nerdy, first of all. I don't know that one. These are his obscure songs, I think. 
Okay, so you said for Amish Paradise, she said Rapper's Paradise. Do you want to stick yeah, we with that one? Yeah, we got to that to Gangster's Paradise. Oh, okay. thank you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. And number three was Yoda. Yoda, I don't know either. Mm. Okay. That's tough. No problem. Okay, can we uh, text Steve and have yep. him come back Done. into the room? He is Steve! Stevie! Steve-o, Steve Arino. Oh. Hi, Steve. Hey. Welcome back. What did I miss? <laughs> That's a funny thing. All right. Well, I will tell you what I told them. I will give you the name of the Weird Al parody song, and you give me the name of the song he was spoofing, okay? Okay. Makes right. it a little easier, I think. Okay. All right. So the timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? That's the first question. No. I'm ready. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now these are short, so be prepared. Here we go. Right. Number one, white and nerdy. Pass. Number two, Amish Paradise. Gangsta's Paradise. Number three, Yoda. Yoda. All right. White and what was the first one? White and nerdy. Fit and flirty. Yoda. Um, Yoda Lehi Who. Okay. Oh my God. Let's go over the answers. White and nerdy. Donna said pass. Alexis was no help at all. <laughs> Steve said fit and flirty. The answer is Riding Dirty by Chameleonaire. Oh, what did I Riding Dirty? Okay. Yeah. Riding oh, Nerdy. Dang it. All right. I thought you'd get that one, Steve. Okay. Yeah. Question number two Amish Paradise. Donna first said Rapper's Paradise. Alexis changed it to Gangster's Paradise. Steve said Gangster's Paradise. That is correct. Gangster's ding, Paradise ding, ding. by Coolio. Woo! Thanks, Alexis. <laughs> okay. The yeah. third question Yoda. Uh, Donna passed on that. Alexis couldn't help her. Steve said, Yodelehihu. The answer is Lola by the Kinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. You know what that means. That means we have a tiebreaker. Here we go. Listen to this song. What 2013 song is he spoofing? Oh, shoot. Here. Oh, uh, this is Robin Thicke and, um, oh, God, what's it called? Wait. What's it called? Oh, wait, 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 no, come on. Uh, Robin Thicke. Uh, um, you just said it. Oh, um, uh, yeah. uh, Robin Thicke and what's his name? They were sued for this. Uh, hey, 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 my Robin Thicke. No. Um, Oh, oh, Unchained Melody. No, no, it's something in there. It's something in there. It's not um, one word. Uh, wait, wait, Blurred Lines! Ah, oh, Steve! darn it. Darn. Steve. Well, I shouldn't be playing the fanfare because, Alexis, I'm sorry you did not win today. But do you want to give a shout-out to anybody? Oh, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all my fellow peeps in South Minneapolis. Yes, yes. yes. Woo! Yeah. Yes, well, we hope that Thinking you're going about to you have a great weekend. We're still with you and love you. Okay, Alexis? Thank you. Appreciate it. This is fun. Have a Enjoy good ride Northfield to Northfield, too. yes. <laughs> Thank tell, you. Tell Jesse well. James we said hi. <laughs> bye. Bye. Wow. Oh man. That was What's fun. This? That was fun. That was fun. Oh man. What uh What's the score now? 
The score okay. now is fifty-four to thirty-nine. I think I'm. I think I'm five and zero oh this week. I think I'm on you a. You are. I don't indeed. think I've lost this week, Donna. Mm-hmm. Knock knock. Answer the door. I know you're home. <laughs> I'm hiding behind the curtain. <laughs> Who's e. there? E. E. Who? Eat my dust. Yeah, <laughs> Oh no! You're the worst. Oh man, boy, I feel really sad. Oh, don't feel sad. You. I just feel like a failure. Stop. Well, the numbers don't lie. Or wait, are we done with goodness? <laughs> All right. Can we be done with this email stuff that's happening? Right oh, now? Donna, you oh. can't say that. Oh. It's such a lovely sentiment. I really think so. But I think it is better for like a Facebook question. Would you like to tell okay. everybody what's going Why, on? I, no, I would not. Uh, Why don't well, you? I mean, if you listen I participated. To the- uh, if you listen to the podcast this morning, our first two breaks were very, very. Um, I was having a heck critical. of a time. We're getting a lot of emails, okay, and it's because of this sweet little exercise and taking the first letter of your first name and saying something, coming up with a positive word, a positive adjective. Yes, because there's so much negativity on social media right now, so. Somebody in our company decided that would be a nice idea, which indeed it is. However, it's making it very difficult to find emails that you need for the show if you're not deleting instantly. As yeah, it, it does clog it up. Now, I just responded. And it's, yeah, use, uh, what's a word that starts with the first letter of your first name um, that is a positive word that, you know, points, lifts your gaze up, yeah. makes you feel What'd good. You what did you with? both say? I said dependable. Dependable. Okay. Diligent. Right. Oh, I said good. slurpy. Okay. Um, like did, from 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's what a slurpy is, right? Because I already yeah. replied yeah. all. Yeah. Like an icy mm-hmm. slurpy. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say slurpy or slushy, but I was like, I'll just leave it at slurpy. No, because if you said slushy, people would think of rain and sleet do you know you know what a no. slushy is though right yeah 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 slurpy slushy same like thing. Yeah. same thing yeah what's the one that you can get at dairy queen mm. it's an arctic blast i think no the oh, icy whoa. one it was a mr misty mr. a mr misty oh remember mr misty's yeah anybody yes. remember mr don't, freeze don't make me uh. call cookie puss don't do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, I believe, was a character in a Batman movie played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you, there is a collection of... It's just a bunch of one-liners. You know Schwarzenegger. He does a lot of things great. He's not necessarily going to wax poetic in a long monologue in a movie. So he has lines like, he looks like an icicle man. And then says, chill. And then shoots them with an ice gun. Oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Get it? Freeze. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just deleting emails as we go here. <laughs> I know, me too. I just deleted I can't, Steve's. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm well, deleting yeah. ones that I shouldn't, that I need. Oh, Dawn. This oh. is to see the look on Dawn's face right now. It's just I anguish. get anxiety anguish. when I have work emails that pile up. I'm answering them all the time. Oh my and God. I just feel like it's like this is, I'm having an anxiety attack. Oh, no. Don't. Dawn, breathe. Dawn. Stay Breathe. with me. Here, let me I let me take like, your mind off. Do you that. know how many I ha- emails I have? I have like three thousand work emails. Oh, 
Because oh, I save stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm going to need that for later. But then I never go back and delete them. So there's like thousands of them. Oh, just in your inbox? They're not in folders? No, I don't folder oh stuff. Oh, God. I don't oh. organize. So does it say 3,000 on your little icon on your iPhone? Oh, yeah. Let me oh. tell you, let me check oh, the number. Oh, Don, oh, breathe oh, into oh, a paper oh, bag, Don. Breathe into a paper bag. It might be less, Don. It might be less. Oh, Steve's singing a song. Something. Uh, 2,690. I also have... Seven next to my little phone icon. I think that I'll go for a walk outside now. I have seven people who called me. Yeah, it does the same to me. That's why I don't look at it. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to tell you this in 30 seconds about Tony Soprano. There was a roundtable. The creator of The Sopranos um, was asked a question about the final scene, Mm -hmm. that iconic final scene. Does Tony Soprano die or does he not? A hitman walks in the door of the diner, it fades to black, don't stop believing, starts to play. Mm -hmm. And then someone asked him a question about it, and he said, well, I had that death scene in my mind two years before we even did it. And then one of the guys at the round table said, do you know what you just did? You just confirmed that he died. You just called that a death scene. Hmm. Boom. Answer. I think everybody assumed that they all got whacked. The whole family. But there were there was another side of people out there that thought that is not how it ended. That well, the, the story cuts there. Maybe Tony Soprano turns and has a weapon on him and mm. survives. The the answer finally uh, comes out. The New York Post shared this this morning. Spoiler alert! Can somebody Oops. really smart out there answer a question? I have in my mind that the final scene involves a break in into uh, like a brownstone home, and there's a hallway involved. What movie am I thinking about? That had a cliffhanger. I don't know what the ending is. I thought that was Sopranos, but that's no, not correct. Sopranos ended in a diner. Somebody tell me what movie that is. Oh, gosh, Dawn. Sorry, because really? I can't look it up. I don't know. It just has to come from someone's brain. That's right. All right. If anybody knows. Okay, so there's a break-in in a brownstone. Or some type of a, yeah. It's, it's definitely a gangster movie. They're following, pursuing somebody down a hallway. Okay. And then maybe you hear a gunshot. We will get and to the bottom ends? of this. What year about? Maybe mid nineties. Now or is this 2000s. Giving, is this giving you anxiety right now? Because it's giving me anxiety. Not knowing that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm well, full of anxiety. Uh, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it. Don't worry. And then we'll have some tips for you too. If you know the answer, give us a call, six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll be right back. Steve on my talk 1071. Anything, anything entertaining. How about that? We're going to change it to anything. That kind of works too. Ants. Uh, Anything entertainment. Whatever. Entertaining. That's what we're going to change this show's motto to. Really what Uh, it is. John, did you find out the name of the movie you were thinking of, the gangster (laughs) movie? Or the end of a series? No. Oh, no. No. Oh, buddy. So, man. If you can. It's like uh, a break in. Like At the end. A home break-in. Hmm. They're in a long hallway, and a man who I thought was Tony Soprano is being pursued, and then it, there's like a gunshot, and it goes to... Blank. Like yeah, black. Bl- uh-huh. And it's the end of the entire series. I want... You know what I think is happening oh. here? I think that you're having a, a memory moment here. I have. Where <laughs> really? There, there's a podcast called Free Brian Williams... And it does a deep dive on Brian Williams, remember, who was ousted from his role on NBC Nightly News because he was lying about an encounter that he had on a 
plane overseas covering military action and that his plane had gotten shot yeah. down. And that was not true. Well, um, think- oh, gosh, what's the name of this author? Uh, Mal- Malcolm Gladwell is the guy behind this podcast. And he just talks about how our memories are very often unreliable and they bring things in. So I'm thinking that you might have a different memory from something else that is combining with this one, especially if Tony Soprano's involved and you're just having a common mix up that you feel pretty certain about what you saw. We got it. We got it. We do? Yes. No. What? We've had a couple of people call. Why don't you pick up the first line? Okay. Hi, caller. I did not get your name. What's your name? Erin. Hi, Erin. Do you know what Dawn is talking about? I was thinking The Untouchables with could, Kevin Costner. Could that be it? If, and Sean Connery. Oh, a couple people suggested that one. Really? Did you mm-hmm. see it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I know the movie, but I just don't. Wow. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, just how does the Untouchables end? Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Yep. Good luck, Aaron. Have a yep, good day. You're welcome. I want Thanks, to think that, that Dawn's brain is just getting mixed up. Mm, I don't know how that could happen. I need here's an answer. An, <laughs> here's an example. There was a guy who um, said he remembers when Pearl Harbor was attacked, hearing it on the radio because, and this is a guy in this podcast talking oh, about it, wow. saying we were sitting around the radio. My dad and I, and we were listening to a Dodgers baseball game, and I remember it clear as day, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Uh, Pearl Harbor was in December, Mm. the attack on Pearl Harbor, which means baseball had been over for months. Right. But this guy had had remembered this, that it was happening that specific way, but it wasn't. My point is, even if you are misremembering it, you're just a normal Humming being. No, mm. I want to know the answer. <laughs> Me too. But that does uh, sound like a fascinating podcast. What's it called again? Uh, that particular that episode is, is called Free Brian Williams. Okay. And it's rather interesting. Yeah, okay. it is. While I you all think of that, too. can I tell our listeners about some things that they can do? By the way, if you missed any of this conversation, you can go back. You can listen on the app as we reference things like the Ant Colony and other shenanigans that have happened in the first couple uh-huh. hours on the show that are anything entertainment. Uh, but you can sign up on the app and our listener rewards and get $500 from AARP, stream online, or you can download the app. Either spot has our listener rewards. So okay. get that money, honey. Awesome. Time for a tip. That's all you get. Oh, my oh, god! It's a shortened version. That is shocking all right, and just for disrespectful. Dawn. All right. Everybody on the show getting tips. Getting Time for a tip. Somebody wants. Everybody on the show getting tips. Just shut it down. Somebody wants on the show. Somebody emailed us from um, Canada, I believe, and wants to use some of our show opens as his ringtones. He wants it. We have to see if (laughs) Rocco will license his voice to to use his ringtone. Uh That's funny. (laughs) He wants Tipsy and one other thing. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember. Another thing. I've just left it in Rocco's hands. So we're working on it. Oh, you it. did send it to him? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Is yeah. it Daniel the painter from Canada? I, I think it's someone else. Wow. Chad. I think it's Chad. Chad. Hey, Can't Chad. trust a Chad. Sent a very Aww. nice, very nice email yesterday. Thank you, Chad. All right. You got to tell. Hey, if, if your pet's gotten used to having you home all the time during quarantine and now you're going to start matriculating your way back into the actual office, a few tips to make the transition easier. Okay. Find a new routine. 
pets like having a schedule, like getting up at the same time, eating at the same time, playing at the same time. So if you've gotten off track while quarantining, start trying to get on a more regular schedule so that they feel the comfort of that when you leave the home again. That's a good tip. Also, keep playing and keep grooming. Get that brush out. Dogs and cats need regular exercise and playtime. And if they've been spoiled by having you home a lot, you're going to need to keep up with that when you go back to work. Even just 30 minutes playing with their favorite toy, brushing them, taking them for a walk can make all the difference. How about this? You can leave some music on, too. A study from a couple of years ago found that cats liked sounds with chirping and purring mixed in with some classical music. There are also playlists out there specifically for dogs left at home. What would a dog listen to if cats are listening to classics? How do we know what cats like? They do studies. I think animal studies are always with an asterisk in my mind. Mm -hmm. When they say, like, an ant can see eight feet ahead of it. Okay. Which which ant did we talk to? I'm sorry to bring up ants again. (laughs) Don. Lift, 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 munch, munch, munch. Carry, carry. I got to get in that page. I uh, need to. I need to see it in, inside I know. Of there. It's very funny. Just get blow in the it ant up. colony, man. Get in here. <laughs> very funny. Also, get your vet involved. Uh, ultimately, the people who know your pet the best are you and your vet. So, if there's something that you're a little bit worried about, your vet would be the best resource. Talk to them before you head back to work full time. Oh, great tip, Steve. Thank you for those. Okay. Uh, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, um, we've got some. Uh, news. There's a movie trailer. Could be real good or real bad. Don's going to have a clip of that. You decide. And uh, I just watched a movie recently that doesn't stand the test of 